Hello once again and welcome to the Hooligan Report. I'm your host as always, SM, and tonight I'm joined by Cookson. Hello. I'm joined by Boyan. Hi guys. And for the first time this season we're joined by Hatchie. Hey guys. Uh, we had to get you on this week after uh, Chelsea's interesting start to the season, mate. So, what have you what have you made of it? Um, I'm a bit mixed minds because I know usually is a fair season mode. Usually has a slow start. Most seasons, but then I think with the acquisition of Pedro, I think that's going to help a lot. Cause, uh, well, he can't have done much better, can he? Scoring yeah, on debut, a goal and assist, so. Could we have two tough ones? Williams, crack finishing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, United fans, uh, much much regret about missing out on Pedro, or is there a bigger fish on the uh, on the way in? There'll be a bigger fish. Bayan, I understand you had some um, news of your new star striker, I believe. Oh yes, new star striker. <laughs> Fellaini's playing at number nine. Ah, of course. Breaking news, Fellaini will play at number nine against Club Bruges in the, away in the qualifier. He's going to play in front of Rooney. Well, that's, a, that's an interesting position for him because I mean, he no. plays his best football when he's in an, in an, in an advanced role. Um, and it's he not had, as if he could be you, much worse. Do you remember about five or six years ago when Everton's strikers went down and he played with Cahill just in behind him? Yeah, and, and he... Just, Dominated. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think even even after um, even after Cahill left, I think he kind of stepped up as well in that sort of centre forward role. Yeah, correct, correct. Storson did goals, bit in the air. Um, can I ask Hatchy, uh, how concerned are you by how crooked your defence is at the moment? <laughs> um, I'm a bit. I mean. You have the Italian Cahill, who are really slow, as you know. But then, if you start Zuma with one of them, Zuma can make up for that speed. But hopefully we get stones, because Zuma's a bit aggressive and just punch the ball out of there, whereas Stones actually likes to pass the ball out. Well, I mean, Stones, I think, was it this morning that came out the news that Stones had handed in a transfer no. request? Yeah, he has, apparently. Yeah, it will be interesting. I mean, if Everton... Because, I mean, I'm I'm assuming Everton are still within their rights to not transfer him. I mean, the transfer request just means that he's no longer entitled to the loyalty bonus that I think most players get. Um, So it will be interesting. I mean, I think, from my understanding, that Everton have another defender lined up from Brazil, is it? Or River Plate? Is that Argentina? Argentina. Yeah, I think he was in the stand for their game against Man City, so um, they might have already been moving pretty quickly to find a replacement. Um, do you think this spells the end for Terry? Uh, no, I don't think so, to be honest. I'm gonna, it's just a slow start. It's a long season. He'll just get injured. I mean, he's getting old now, so... You can't expect him to be as a game every week, so... Yeah, but mostly I reckon he'll be fine. Yeah, it will be an interesting story over the season. I think there'll certainly be a lot of scrutiny on him. Um, yeah. But we might move on. We might move on to the uh, reviews of games now. And 
there was certainly a lot of scrutiny on uh, Wayne Rooney against Newcastle because he yet again fired a blank. Uh, obviously, with the news now that oh, Fellaini's oh, oh. taking his place. Uh, <laughs> well, let's let's think about this. Fellaini in ten minutes has scored a goal. Wayne Rooney hasn't scored <laughs> in approximately. Oh, let me just see if I can bring up the stats. Approximately twenty-eight hours. Is that how long it's been? Yes. Yes. Approximately. Approximately. Well, yeah, we've got two United fans on, so so walk us through the game, boys. How how do you see it? You damn it. Yeah, it was an entertaining game. Disappointed we didn't score against still lack of creativity up front. Yeah. We we dominated the game. Outside of you know, we gave him that obviously that Mitrovic header uh, was very good. Hit hit the bar and uh, I don't know how you pronounce it, Tholvan or Tholvan, to the store late for them. But this whole storyline that Rooney, you know, has passed and is gone, is the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever had in my life, to be honest. And excuse my French, but um, <laughs> he scored and it was onside on the weekend. And, yeah, that's I mean, true. I, I spent 10 years in England, right? That If that goal is not incorrectly ruled for offside, all the papers are running with Rooney's back and he's leading the title charge. But because that's ruled offside, it's now, not nah, he's cooked. It's not happening for him. But Hal needs a new striker. So, But, you know, we, again, control possession. Our defence is amazing. But... We're just not incisive enough going forward. So don't move the ball quickly enough. But that'll come. Well, it is interesting that the weekend, the well, the round of fixtures, I suppose, was bookended by two nil-nil games where arguably they should have both been one-nil victories to the home sides because Arsenal also had a goal ruled out for offside um, from, I think it was Ramsey, who was played through by Gazzola and Replays showed that that one looked pretty much onside as well. Um, did any, any of you catch that game and have any thoughts on that matchup? Yes, Brendan Rodgers is a lying fish shithead. Obviously, he's got an arts, good decision. The linesman had good character to do that, all this crap. <laughs> it's like they've essentially already gotten two dodgy offside calls already. Is there anyone that Brendan Rodgers doesn't think has good character? He seems to think everyone, you know, oh, he's a good lad, he's a good sword, he's a good character. Well, he probably... Belotelli, yeah. You can just imagine him in history class, you know, talking about reading about Hitler. Oh, the lad had good character. <laughs> good character. <laughs> passion. <laughs> good foot skills. <laughs> Cheers. Um, good chatter, chat. <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, it was a very mature performance from Liverpool, you have to say. Um, I think, uh, I can't remember who it was that made the comment that um, the Liverpool of the last few seasons might have gone there and played a much more open style of football and, and really gone for it and exposed themselves on the counter-attack to Arsenal. But they went there and um, they had their chances in the first half, but, but when Arsenal came knocking, they locked it down quite well. Mignolet produced a few, couple, uh, a few decent saves, but so did Czech at the other end. Check was back. Check Is he back? Really oh, I don't think he ever left. I just think <laughs> the difference between the communication between what he's had at Chelsea for a decade and then, you know, being paired up with a new bat four 
there's going to be communication kind of teething problems and well, it's hopefully for their sake they're over that now. But uh, it, wasn't even, was it wasn't even Arsenal's starting two centre-backs. I mean, they had to make two changes in, in their centre-backs. Well, that probably helps him, you know. Because if they've got new centre-backs coming in, well, he needs the onus is on him now to dominate yeah. his area and be louder. He's not kind of deferring to Mertesacker or to Shelney and that. So that probably works in, in his favour. Yeah. Hatchy, how was it seeing Czech pull out a pretty decent display for um, your London rivals? It was like... <laughs> I remember that for sure. Good memory. That... I think the match because was always asleep, but it was one of the highlights of his great saves, and they were pretty damn good. They were back to his old days. Yeah, well, it certainly looked like it. I mean, that stop on Coutinho was pretty decent, and I think, what was was the other one, Benteke, right before half-time? Yeah. Um, so very easily could have been a couple of goals to Arsenal out of that one. Uh, to Liverpool, Thanks. sorry. Taking me afterwards, but he says that he yeah, has no couple of shots. Yeah. 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 Um, we'll move on to probably the, the most exciting game of the weekend, in, in a sense, which was the Bournemouth victory over West Ham, and it was good to see Bournemouth get their first win in the Premier League, winning at Four three, but I mean, if you want to talk about a game having it all, this one pretty much did. I mean, you know, you had red cards, you had two penalties, you had a bloke getting his first hat trick in senior football. Um, you know, what were your what were your thoughts on the game, guys? It was pretty entertaining. I mean, Bournemouth do play a good style of football, and West Ham are now playing good style. So it's probably credit to both teams they came out said stuff defending let's play proper football entertaining football unlike Jose but yeah <laughs> but still I it's just like, good uh, to see I think Slavin Village might not last the season you know I think he's got a bit of the canio about him he's a bit of a nutcase and you know they go on the opening day of the, of the season to beating Arsenal convincingly and he chucks a 16 year old in at defensive midfield who's a centre half and he, and he gets the job done for him and now they've been rolled by these minnows and after losing the week before last they're in a world of hurt defensively I think they're in trouble well there were question marks over them in pre-season when they were struggling in Europa and I think they've now had five or six players sent off with another one last weekend, but um, after after getting into Europa on fair play last season, um, maybe they don't want to face Village yeah. at the end of the game, so just get the early shower done. <laughs> and well, I mean, West Ham could have equalised with the last play of the game, and I think it was highlighted. Uh, might have been on match of the day I was watching, where they were highlighting the tactical naivety of Bournemouth, where uh, Richie was running down the wing. And instead of taking it to the corner and sort of eating up the last few minutes of the play, he tried to cross it into the middle for an attack, um, which led to a West Ham counter-attack. And they they basically ended up with a corner and, and could have won it with the final kick of the game, but Bournemouth managed to hold on. And it's one of those lessons where when you've won the game, it's it's e- a lot easier to cop the lesson and to, to learn from it, perhaps, than, you know the other side of the coin where they, if they'd equal, if West Ham had equalised and it would have been a pretty bitter pill for Bournemouth to have to take. 
Absolutely. All that hard work for nothing. Yeah. Um, point. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how they progress from here. It's, you know, they hadn't scored a goal in the Premier League before the game, and they've now got four of them, so um, it might sort of get the ball rolling for them. They've got Leicester next week, and we, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but it, it'll, that'll be a pretty high-scoring affair, I would think. Absolutely, and that guy that, um, that is it Callum Wilson? Uh, that yeah. Person? I'm pretty sure he was playing in like League 2 a couple of years ago. So uh, he's really, me, yeah. he's really come from nowhere, and it's a feel-good story, I guess. Absolutely. Um, and we touched on it a little bit earlier about Pedro's great start, but uh, Chelsea's victory over West Brom was anything but convincing, really. I mean, they, they really made hard work of it with um, Terry getting sent off. Did you guys think it was a red card? Yep. Yep. Two, uh, I mean, was it? it was two yellow foul. Two yellows, right? No, no, no. It was a straight red. No, it was straight red. Straight red. Do you reckon it was a red card, Hachi? I've got no bias, but I don't <laughs> think that was a red card, I think, to be honest. I mean, bit harsh. Sent off. And also... Yeah, I actually, my first instinct was it was a penalty, but um, yeah. obviously just outside the box. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, very good... touching, though. Yeah, I he did. I think. He what? He just pulled him. He just uh, knocked his shoulder. I, I think, think that's, that's it. Once, the, once there's the contact, though, I mean, you can argue that it wasn't reasonable contact, but when, when the player's presumably looking for the contact to go down, it's pretty naive from Terry, who, you know, he's not a newcomer to the Premier League. He, he should know better than to to get in, in get into the player like that. Um, and it was well, lucky that luck- Chelsea came away with the win. Lucky, yeah. I was just in the last 10 minutes, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that... The- Early say from Courtois with a penalty. I think that really got our helps up, and we just went home with it luckily. Absolutely. Yeah. Plus, I mean, you, you got Petro on his debut with a goal and assist. Could have had two assists, but yeah, really good oh. game first half. Second half, not so much. Let's face it, Pedro's no Neymar, so... <laughs> Let's just think about this. <laughs> what, yeah, what are we thinking about, Cookie? That... I'm just saying, you know, we just didn't go over to negotiate with Pedro. <laughs> Woody went over to get someone like Neymar. Maybe Messi, you know? <laughs> you could ask that a question. Works. Buy a ticket or else you can't win a raffle. Unless it's a North <laughs> Melbourne, in which case, Primo does. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Um, we had Man City uh, continuing with, in their winning ways against Everton uh, on the Sunday night, uh, winning 2-0 in the end, which was a pretty impressive win for them because they haven't had much luck at Goodison Park in recent years. Um, and they've now made it three wins from three, uh, and they've scored, I think, is it eight goals as well without conceding yet. So um, it looks like they, they like their title challenge every second year. Um, and they're looking in pretty good shape. It's very, very concerning. <laughs> what's, what's most concerning about it is it's now three, no, two games in a row. Yeah, only two games. 
Um, two weeks in a row where Moomba's posting about everyone riding off City and how well they're doing, considering no one had them in the top four and they weren't going to challenge for the title. I suspect we might have another 36 weeks of this crap. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have again. to eat my words, I think, um, before too long. I don't like, I think... like, it's just like, dude, don't drive it home every week, Moomba, yeah. please. <laughs> just remember, just not everyone. Let, let's be honest. They're one Aguero injury away because they don't win when Aguero's injured. We talk about how good their team is, but the reality is they're still a bit of a one-man team. Yeah, it remains to be seen if Bonnie can really make that step up as their second striker because, I mean, I haven't seen anything from him in his time at Man City to convince me that he can do it. Uh, We all know his scoring record at Swansea, but he hasn't... I mean, he's only scored, like, two or three goals for Man City, I think, so... um, it could just be the case of the player not really suiting the, the playing style, or I'm not sure what it is, but yeah, he, he's got a, a fair bit more to do to convince me. And Yaya could go off the rails completely. As I said, they're leading the title charge now, but it's still a weak bunch of contenders compared to what you'd get a few years ago or anything like that. I think at least, I mean, companies in a bit of a purple patch as, as far as form goes, but they've got Otamendi now, who'll who'll come in and give them a bit of depth in um, the centre backs. So they're not too reliant on company keeping this sort of form up all season. I think Toure is definitely the big one. I mean, I'd almost say that he's dragging them over the line each week more than Aguero at the moment. Um, and so if he sort of if his form dips off, and Aguero isn't sort of being being the prolific striker that he he usually is. Um, you're right. I mean, they could get a bit exposed um, by a side like Chelsea or Man United, who might pick up the pace a bit because they're certainly not in the best of form yet. But they do have the playing the players to to click. It's still so early. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They've only had two bloody games. There's no no team just has maintains the same level throughout the season. And besides. Is, is there African Cup of Nations at the end this year? Uh, that's every second year, isn't it? So I think... Was, was, yeah. the one, was the one at the start of this year? I think. Was it the previous I year? I don't really pay attention. United don't have any players that go, I don't think. So it's never really worried us. But, um, you know, if, 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 if Turo has to go to that, that's a big no. out for him and same for Boney. Yeah. No, it was on in last, this earlier this year. It was on last year? Okay, so they don't have to don't have to throw to that. But the fact is, no one maintains the same standard throughout the season. Everyone has ups and downs, so it's just about it's just about you know being on that upward trajectory at the end of, end of the year, not now. Yep, and um, a team that's certainly on the upward trajectory at the moment is Leicester, who are still sitting in the top four after another week, after another draw with um, Spurs. It was a pretty impressive result for them. Because I think they they equalised with Spurs only a couple of minutes after Spurs scored the opener, so they've got a bit of fighting spirit about them. They're they're hanging around the top four as long as they can, top two even. Um, they're the Southampton of this year, last year. They're what? Sorry. We're the Southampton of last year. Yeah, could, yeah. yeah. Could see they're that. Going, they've got a very decent squad. Go well. And, in the first of the season until Christmas and then just drop off, I reckon. What do you see happening? 
I mean, when you talk to Fry Tuck and Jets and you look at the depth that they have on the bench and, yeah. and they made 11 changes this morning, I think, in the League Cup, which we'll go on and talk about in a little bit. Um, and they still won pretty comprehensively with 11 changes. And, you know, a team doesn't do that unless they've got a bit of depth about them. So it'll certainly be interesting to see how they go over the season. But at this stage, I wouldn't say they're any, any threat of relegation. I mean, but there's a reason why there's probably the big... you got the four big clubs and what, City, United, Chelsea, Arsenal. you got Liverpool, Spurs, Everton underneath. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll be top seven, but their best chance is finishing eighth. I mean, there's a difference between those two teams. And, again, the, what Hadri said, that this year's Southampton look good, but they hit, they, they hit the wall and they'll go down. Yeah. Exactly. I can't wait till we play them again. <laughs> Jets is, Jets especially, is getting cocky. Especially at really, the um, King Power. You've I'm gotta, really looking gotta forward to... I'm really looking forward to seeing Neymar and Bale running it. Richie Delay. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be cracking. They just need to get a bit of a reality check, I think. Six yeah. or seven nil. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't mind a um, bit of a humbling. Form. You wouldn't mind that, would you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, so I'll ask each of you boys what was the what was the main thing that you learnt from this weekend's uh, results. So I'll, maybe we'll start with Cookie. Uh, start Herrera. Start Herrera. Start Herrera. Start Herrera. When in <laughs> doubt, LBG. Start Herrera. Fair enough. Uh, Hachi. Must start Pedro Overwearing every week. Pedro Overwearing. So if if you drop Willian, does that mean that you'd uh, bring Oscar back in in a central role? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Unless we you put Oscar back in the preview with Seth and Seth and Patrick somewhere, and then put in in centre besides Hazard and Pedro. But I mean, for me, Pedro must start every week. Fair enough. And Boyan, was it? A couple of things I learnt, but the main one, it was more just reinforcing a view I've had for a long time now, and that's Ivanovic's tut. Terry's early tut. Cahill was ordinary last year and shouldn't have made team of the year. He's tut. Dave's pretty good at left back. Scored his first um, Premier League goal. Yes, and I think, I, think, I think after the weekend's performance, Chet Storm passed Courtois. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Courtois did make a decent penalty save, which is probably yeah. his only um, positive mark for the weekend. But he, he was a yeah. little bit ordinary in the defending for the others. I mean, the header for their uh, second goal was pretty decent, but um, could have done a bit better, I think. Yeah. So I'd agree on I'd agree on check. I think uh, probably the main thing I learnt was that Leicester don't look like stopping anytime soon. Um, they came up against a I mean, now to form Spurs, you can't really give them too much credit, but um, Spurs are still a decent squad, and, and Leicester just kept rolling with it. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how long they can carry that on for. Um, what happened to to um, Falcao Hatchie? He looked like he's lost his ability to move. He's lost his movement. So not only yeah. could he not finish, 
he now can't move. Pedro had one on an absolute platter for him. Yeah. Almost as good as the one that William missed from three metres out. Yeah. And, oh, what's, what's going on? I don't know. I think it's, um, he's been scarred from United last year. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty decent last year to about Christmas, though. I mean, but after Christmas, he just went... He went from looking like a recovering footballer to, well, one of us out on the field, really. Yeah. A recovering look, look. alcoholic. Speak for yourself, mate. I'm, I'm not saying that on the... So you're saying you're better than Falcao. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, well, if, if Yeah. Oh, I, I wouldn't even say that, to be honest. <laughs> it's being pretty generous, but... Um, we, we had... Falcao every week, for me. You need to start Falcao? Yeah, Falcao. Falcao. I mean, second, let me have his second choice. You saw it. You got six goals out of that ten games last year. Pretty good return. I'm surprised. What, I'm surprised what Remy must be thinking. To be honest, I mean, he went to Chelsea um, because you know it's a big club that's come in for him, and he would have expected a bit more game time than he's got. You would think. Yeah. How you didn't put Remy on over Falcao on the weekend? Beats me. Uh, so, yeah, that will be an interesting dynamic to play out. Yeah. But um, we had League Cup action this morning, and there were a few pretty high-scoring games. And I think I do have to give a shout-out to Friar Tuck for correctly predicting Leicester's score against Bury. And I think everyone needs to <laughs> start taking a bit of note of his predictions because I think there's a bit of money to be made off his um, <laughs> off his predictions. He's been pretty, pretty accurate so far. Um, I think probably the biggest upset was... Um, maybe Watford going out to to Preston and QPR getting knocked out by se- uh, League Two Carlisle United. Um, so it's not a positive thing, this because we've already done better than last year's Capital One Cup. So, did you go in in the second round last year? Yeah, because we weren't in Europe. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. And you lost to uh, was it MK Dons? Yes, 4-0. I'm, I'm actually asking. I, don't, I couldn't remember that. But, um, yeah, so not bad for you guys. You're in the third round. Um, Sunderland did pretty well over Exeter, winning 6-3. So that was a pretty high-scoring one. Um, Sunderland won. Yeah, they won a game. And they, uh, Defoe got a hat-trick. So I think the pigs are starting to fly up in um, up in the northeast. But we've got a few interesting fixtures in the third round. Uh, we've got Arsenal up against Spurs. And I think... They played in the FA Cup only a couple of years ago in the third round, so they seem to have been drawn against each other a little bit recently. So that'll certainly be interesting. Who do United have? They've got Ipswich. Well, I mean, uh, Ipswich will certainly be an interesting game for United because uh, Ipswich are doing pretty well in the championship. They're They're right up the top. Do you guys do you guys reckon there's another chance for a cup upset for United this year? Hope so. <laughs> Who's Chelsea? <laughs> Chelsea got? Um uh, Walsall. Walsall. Oh, yeah, they should they should beat Walsall, I suppose. Yeah. Or well, the uh, uh, Chelsea in the FA Cup. What was that sorry, Bayan? Chelsea have no youth. Yeah. They have 
concerning you. Nah, well, they've got and plenty of youth, started. it's just not at Chelsea. Well, it's yeah. not theirs, yeah. yeah. Just ring-ins. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> um, so, yeah, they'll get rolled. They'll get rolled unless they played their first team. Yeah, it must be, yeah. Chelsea big youth. Yeah. I mean, they've got, they've got Loft, Loftus-Cheek and those sorts of guys. He should be starting now. And Zuma, yeah. Yeah. Loftus Sheets are done. He should be starting now. Like, well, he was he was on the seriously. bench against West Brom, and I reckon if um, West Brom hadn't made it such a close contest, Loftus Cheek was probably yeah. in the plans to come on. If um, Terry hadn't been sent off, and uh, who else had to be taken off? Was it Willian? Um, yeah. Who was off first? And mm-hmm. Costa. Yeah, Costa was taken off for um, this is the, the exact reason, like, he's got to play. And yeah, the you'd exact reason you'd... why United have lost Paul Podra. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's serious. true, that's true. Serious, you've just got to throw these kids into the, into the deep end. Uh, it'll, well, it'll be and interesting to, be to see honest, if they get like, the chances. Fabregas was, hor- was horrible. And... Yeah. So it's real stuff as well. I am well aware that Fabregas was horrible, and he was, um, he is absolutely spudding up my fantasy side, so he'll be out before too long, I think. Um, not happy. Um, we also had results in the championship over the weekend that I'll gloss over quite quickly, but, um, a few sides maintained their undefeated starts to the season in, um, Ipswich and Brighton, so they're sort of setting the pace, I suppose, in the championship. So, um, as I was just saying, with United having Ipswich in the cup, that'll certainly be an interesting game. Uh, and they play each other this weekend. So, uh, and I think it's televised, so that's almost worth um, tuning in for, at least just to, to get a glimpse of the game, I think. Um, it'll certainly be an interesting one. QPR are still... Oh, QPR have, have made their way back up to the top six, I think. But um, So they, they've improved their form a little bit. Um, but Burnley is still sitting about mid-table, so... Uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see if they can pick up the pace a bit as well and and join Hull and QPR in the in the top six, pushing for um, automatic promotion back to the Premier League. Um, but there wasn't too much to talk about with the Championship this weekend. I don't think um, nothing nothing caught the eye too much. Charlie Austin keeps Any scoring. For... Goalkeeping errors? No, actually, he was quite good. Um, uh, we played Charlton and they got put through on goal. I think it was in the second half, um, and McGregor managed to come out and make a pretty impressive save to to keep us in it. But we went we went down two one in the eighth minute of stoppage time, um, which you don't see too often. I, assu- I assumed it was because of the the heat and the drinks breaks, but when I looked around the grounds and the other teams, they'd only had about five or six minutes of stoppage time, and they'd had drinks breaks as well. So. Uh, not sure where the eight came from, but um, we only scored late to equalise, so I think a loss was pretty much what we deserved because we were pretty average for most of it. Um, a highlight for us was that uh, Modiyami came back and played this morning in the League Cup, so if we can keep hold of him, he'll be a pretty important player for us, I suspect. Mm. Yeah, so that's about it. Um, well, we can move on now and preview the next set of games because there's a there's a couple of crackers and um, I touched on before we've got 
Bournemouth up against Leicester will be quite an interesting one and quite a quite a free-flowing, high-scoring game, you'd think, from um, the form those two sides have shown so far this season. Uh, it's, at, it's at the Bournemouth ground. I don't actually know what it's called, but um, do we say this is another chance of Bournemouth to get points or are Leicester in just too good a form? Too good a form at the moment. Yeah? I think maybe they're really lucky to get a draw out of it, but I think unless it's sure it will take it 2-1 or something. Fair enough. Yeah, um, sure. That's Cookson or Boyan, have you got any thoughts on it? 3-3 draw. 3-3. Both teams can't defend. So, yeah, both teams can't defend, so it should be a very a very good game to watch. Yeah, well, I mean, if you want to talk about high-scoring draws, we've got, the as the early game, we've got Newcastle up against Arsenal, and um, another 4-4 draw wouldn't be too bad in that one. Yeah. What yeah, are your t- hopefully, what are... you know, we... So we don't, being United fans, haven't seen too many high-scoring games of late, so it'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts on um, Liverpool mimicking United's form so far this season? Forever in our shadow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it was interesting. It is interesting that um, both sides have had very similar results. but um, and, yet, it, and, and yet United's form is really concerning and... Liverpool signings are gelling perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Read the board. Uh, well, it was just a pity that Coutinho's consigned to the scrap heap now. I mean, he, he's clearly got no skill in him because he couldn't score against Czech. Um, just couldn't get enough skill. fuel on the ball. Yeah, no skill. Yeah. It's just Nothing unfortunate skill. for him. Send him away. And, you know, all this stuff about Firmino's, you know, he's better than Depay. He's amazing. He's probably the best player in the league already. Has he even played yet? Uh... I think he might he have started against... Did he start against Arsenal? He started against Arsenal. But he didn't look really? too impressive. I didn't see him do yeah. too much. Uh, so I think the jury's definitely still out on him. But um, talking about new signings, Thorvin, I think his name is, you were, you were discussing earlier with Newcastle, he scored one and set up three in their League Cup win this morning. Um, so he's certainly looking like he's, he's gelling already at Newcastle. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes against Arsenal. Yeah. What were, you, what were your thoughts of him um, when he played against United? He was impressive. I mean, like, Newcastle were impressive because I'm just so used to them bending over for us, which is what <laughs> they do every year. It's Well, it was a little bit annoying, to be honest. It's just a guaranteed six points, but uh, it was a shame we're not going to have that this year. But... Um, yeah, like I've, I've liked watching Newcastle for years, and they used to play back in the old days and NUFC title room, but these days very well. The kind of Sir Bobby days and the Keegan days, it was just a free-flowing attacking football. They didn't really care about defence. But um, they cared a bit more about defence um, on, on the weekend, but they certainly tried to play good football. So, so what are our score predictions for that one? Uh, you'd have to you'd have to bat in bat in Arsenal. It's, I'll I'll do for three one. Was it Latro on the board? Who, was it Latro on the board who was saying, "Oh, it's away from home, so Arsenal will be able to score"? I don't, <laughs> I don't think they've managed yes. to score at home in quite a few games now. 
I think no, it'll probably be a two all draw. I mean Arsenal are flaky and again Newcastle you just don't know what they'll do. They've looked alright in their f- in their first couple of games, but uh, except for their game against, I think it was Swansea, where they got opened up a bit um, with another red card. But apart from that, they've they've had a pretty solid start to the season. Looks pretty good against Southampton in the first week, I think. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see which Newcastle turns up for that one. Um, the other big game of the weekend is probably Spurs up against Everton, which is the late game on the Saturday night. Um, both, well, I mean, Everton's had an okay start to the season, but uh, they'd want to bounce back pretty quickly after the loss to Man City, whereas Spurs with only two points on the board, I think it is. Yeah, two points on the board and uh, not that far outside the relegation zone. They'd want to be getting a bit of a move on and Kane would want to be finding the back of the net. He can find the the back of the net at Old Trafford if he wants. Hand in your transfer (laughs) request, mate. Come across, we'll look after you. You can get set up every week with, by Neymar. I mean, who wouldn't want that service? Or <laughs> Thomas uh, Mueller, you know? Strike force Mueller, <laughs> Neymar. It's the, sort of ser- it's the sort of service strikers could dream of, and, and clearly you guys could dream of it, but I don't think it's going to be a reality. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and obviously in the final game of the week, we've got United up against Swansea, which is... Um, Obviously, a bit more of a talking point for you guys. Um, your Swansea have caused you a bit of trouble in recent years. I think they beat you start of um, last season. Did they, did they do the double last year, or was it in one of the cups that they beat you as well? No, they did the double, double last year. Yeah, and they beat us in the opening day before as well. It won't happen this year, though. And why is that? Diff- because when Herrera went off, we <laughs> lost against in round one. And he didn't play the full game when we went there. So he'll play the full game, we'll smash these fuckers, and we'll sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Have faith. Oh, jeez. Uh, hello, kiddies who are listening in. You know, just, just don't, don't repeat everything you hear on um, the Hooligan Report. Um, score predictions then? Uh... With good philosophy. <laughs> Always good philosophy. Um, Flaney with a hat trick. I'll be, I'll be delighted with one nil. Well, I mean, Swansea, just to get away, get no three points. Yeah, Swansea, Swansea, uh, a bit of an interesting side to watch this year with IU and Gomez. Gomez has certainly started well. I mean, watching him last season, you wouldn't have thought he'd find this sort of form because I think over his first ten or so games with them after Bonnie left, he was really struggling to find the back of the net with any sort of consistency, but he's certainly started this season in, uh, in form. Yeah, they look good. They play, they play, you know, attractive football, and um, they've got some X factor, and it's always a hard game down there in sheep country. So, <laughs> and for some reason, you know, I just can't get the job done down there, but I think I'm hopeful that well, I'm hopeful we go through the whole season without conceding. And well, considering we keep, we keep about 80% possession and we've got the two best centre-halves in the league, Blind and Smalling, and the two best full-backs. So I find it pretty tough. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, best defensive mids? It doesn't matter if the Hale leaves because Romero 
doesn't have to make a save. <laughs> just because oh, just just, just Ramiro looks scared 24-7 does not mean he's average. I'll put it to you guys. Man City, United and Liverpool are the only sides yet to concede a goal. If one of your... So if either City or Liverpool could, were going to go through the season without conceding a goal, which would you prefer it to be? Liverpool, because they won't be able to score. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, same. It is it is interesting that it's those three sides. Um bit of animosity between them I would suspect. No no, two of them are bitter that we're better than them in every single <laughs> way. One of them got left in the eighties and the other is a Middle East and has played to it. I mean we're poodling along, being superior. I think for the first time in a couple of years the Manchester Derbies this year are gonna be absolute crackers. So I can't wait for, for either of them. Um no, we bore them with the philosophy. <laughs> In probably a, a, a lower key derby off, we'll finish off with talking about Chelsea up against Crystal Palace to give um, Hatchie a bit of a chance to chat about his mob. Um, Yednek got injured this morning, which isn't great from an Australian point of view, and we'll touch on the internationals in a second. But um, confident of, of making it two wins in two games, Hatchie, or you know, slow so. and steady? Yeah, I reckon that win was a key for more wins, so... Something we're going to own with it. But although, then again, Padu had a good record. Rec- I was going to mention that. Yeah. I mean, Sashi in the um, match that won the day for us. Lewis Hazard just got a goal in the last few minutes from a family. That's right. Yeah, it was the yeah. Iffy, um, iffy dive on that one, I think. Yep. Yeah. So I reckon that might be a big close one, that's for sure. I'll take a 1 0 win. Any day of the week, just get a Well, yeah, I mean, it's been very uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic of Chelsea so far because yeah. um, you have. No. I don't think you've kept a clean sheet yet, have you? Um, no, not yet. No. First of all, yeah, clean sheet there. Yeah, no, not yet. Uh, so that'll certainly be an interesting one as well. But um, we'll close. We'll close with um, just a very brief chat about internationals because I know Friar Tuck and a few others are probably uh, looking forward to the international break and, and a couple of qualifiers. And I think Australia's got a World Cup qualifier coming up. I, I haven't actually looked at it. Against the might of Bangladesh. Oh, Bangladesh, of course. Our mortal enemies. Yeah, huge game. And, and Euro qualifiers are on as well, I presume? Well, yeah, I think they are too. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be. Uh, to be honest, I haven't looked into it too much. But um, what what do you guys hope for when it comes around to the international break? I mean, obviously you don't want any injuries, but um, are you looking for lots of game time for the players to kind of keep them in form, or do you want basically uh, them to get a bit of a rest? I mean, what's what's your preference? Well, we want Australia to win. Yeah, <laughs> that goes without saying. Yeah, you want your players to play well, get a bit of form, you know. We need to bag a hat trick. He's playing a shit team. Hopefully, who's he playing anywhere? Switzerland. Oh, well, I want to score one. Cinderos. <laughs> Shakiri's going to score a worldly against um, England. I'm sure. You want to see uh, our our Belgian lads play well? Get Yanderzai Fellaini. Belgium Let's must see. be playing um, someone half decent because. They're in Ireland and Germany's group, I think. And Scotland. Uh, they've got 
No, they got Wales, Israel, Cyprus, Bosnia, and Andorra. Oh, who's in? Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of Poland. That's right. I mean, Wales. Are, Wales have started pretty well. So, I mean, uh, those are two countries that get confused quite a lot. I mean, <laughs> you know, Belgium and Belgium and Poland are very yeah. confused. Yeah, they're very similar countries. Right next to each other. Well, to be fair, they both got rolled over by Germany in um, World War Two. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that's a showed great character. Yeah, so great character. <laughs> the foot skills from Hitler were just too much for them. <laughs> um, well, I think on that note, on that um, quality note, we might <laughs> sign off for the evening. Were there any closing thoughts from you boys? Just remember, despite uh, Hitler's great foot skills, he lost out to an English player, a Russian, and some French technicians. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, Boyan? Oh, I, I just want to see an entertaining, entertaining Manchester United win this weekend. It's been a while. Oh, I think I'm due. Quickly, what's everyone's thoughts on um, Celtic being knocked out of the Champions League already? It's good. I get a strange satisfaction from watching them fail. Maybe because they beat up on the other squad, Scottish team so much. Yes. They yes. complain about there being no competitiveness, but they buy all the players, I mean... Yeah. The Bayern Munich of bloody Scotland. Minus the alcoholic charm and Basti. And I think their, ca- their captain's yeah. basically given out a come-get-me call to anyone that, that'll want him. And I think Southampton are closing no, in on him from, from, from memory. Virgil van Dyke. Yeah, I think... Was there some rumours that uh, Southampton were trying to sign him? Ten million pounds. Yeah. Yep. So that'll be an interesting one. Anyway, um, you, thanks you very much. Probably didn't hear about it because of all the talk about Neymar coming. <laughs> it's been it's been swallowed up by the bigger news story, hasn't it? Um, anyway, thanks very much for coming on, boys. No worries. No worries, mate. Uh, thank thank you everyone at home for listening in. I hope there are no. Um, Germans who are too offended by the podcast this <laughs> evening. Um, we love Fasty. <laughs> um, so I think next week's the international break, but we'll be back. Uh, we might we'll, we'll have a podcast next week to review the games from the weekend. Um, and until then, we'll see you on the forums.